This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Each week we give the world globe a spin and see where we land. Then we take the kids of Australia on an audio excursion to visit that country and its people. I'm Amanda Bauer and today on Squiz the World we're visiting Fiji a chain of islands that sprawls over two and a half million square kilometres of the Pacific Ocean. It's also one of the few places in the world where you can have one foot standing in today and one foot in tomorrow. More on that in a minute. Strap yourselves in to the Squiz Kids Superfast Supersonic Jetliner as we take a squiz at Fiji. Just the facts. The 333 islands of Fiji are about 2,700 kilometres east of Brisbane. One of those islands, Taviuni, sits right on the international dateline. What's that, you ask? Well, you know how there are different time zones in Australia and the world? Those time zones are created by imaginary lines that travel from south to north on the globe. If you cross the line, you jump forward an hour or so. Eventually, though, the time has to change from midnight today to 1am tomorrow. That line travels through the Pacific Ocean, and Tavanui is one of the few places where the international date line passes over land. So you can straddle that imaginary line and have half your body in today, half in tomorrow. Or I suppose you could say that half was in today and half was in yesterday. Not surprisingly, tourists love to go to Tavuni to do just that. But that's not the only reason people love a holiday in Fiji. We're talking bright blue water, white sand beaches, and an annual average temperature of 26 degrees. Every day is an ice cream day. Plus, Fiji is known as the soft coral capital of the world, so there's plenty of diving and snorkeling in those warm waters. About three quarters of all Fijians live on the island of Vitilevu, either in the capital city Suva or the tourist capital Nandi. But if you get beyond the tourist resorts, Fiji does have its fair share of problems. There are about 900,000 people living in Fiji and half of them are living in poverty. Poverty means not having enough money to enjoy a decent standard of living. So people might struggle to get food or safe housing or clean water or healthcare or some combination of all of those. There's also some tension in Fiji between its different ethnic groups. Back in the 1980s, more than half of the Fijian population were Fijian Indians, people whose ancestors were brought from India to work in Fiji back in the 19th century, when both countries were British colonies. The Fijian Indians dominated government and the economy until 1987, when there was an uprising by Indigenous Fijians. They took over the government and rewrote the constitution to favour those Indigenous Fijians. So many Indian Fijians left the country that now Indigenous Fijians make up the majority of the population. Ugh, enough politics. Whenever you travel, it's important to learn a few words in that country's language. It's a great way to show respect. So let's learn the lingo. There are three official languages in Fiji. English, Fijian and Fijian Indian. We've got Squiz Kid Lex here to teach us some Fijian. Take it away, Lex. 
Hi, my name is Lex. I'm 12 years old and I live in Sydney. I do speak some Fijian because my grandparents are Fijian. Here's how to say hi. Bula. And here's how to say thank you. Vinaka. And here is how you say goodbye. More there. Thank you so much. Now, that greeting Lex taught us, Bula. It means life, and you'll hear it wherever you go in Fiji. And now that we can communicate a little bit, it's... Time for school! Believe it or not, Fijian kids are not required to go to school. Really? And about one in five kids, mostly those living in small villages and outlying islands, don't go to primary school. Those who do go to primary school in the villages are often just going to a one-room schoolhouse with one teacher who's trying to meet the needs of 20 students of all ages. Although government schools are required to teach all kids, in practice there usually ends up being one school that Fijian kids attend and one school where you'll find Fijian Indian kids, even though all the lessons are taught in English. That's how deep that split is between the two main populations of Fiji. Okay, I'm worried that we're starting to sound very down in the mouth. Let's lift our spirits with... Sport time! In 2022, Fijian women made history by competing in their first ever Rugby World Cup. Rugby is a way of life in Fiji. 10% of the entire population play on a team, And the other 89.999% love to watch rugby. Although the Fijianas were the lowest ranked team in the World Cup, they beat South Africa in group play. And before the World Cup, they'd actually won the Australian Super W competition, which they'd entered as a squad to get experience. And you'd better believe these women are tough. I've put a couple of videos in your episode notes to check out their intense training session running up sand dunes in 30 degree heat over and over and over again. The Fijianas are also mentally tough. When they started playing back in 1999, men would tell them to get off the field, go back home and wash dishes. They tried and failed to qualify for the World Cup in 2016, but they didn't give up. They trained harder and harder. They won the Oceania Championship in both 2021 and 2022. And now they're real role models for many young women in Fiji. I don't know about you, but running up sand dunes is exhausting. I think it might be... Dinner time. The national dish of Fiji is called kokoda. It's fresh-caught fish that marinates for eight hours in lime juice, coconut cream and herbs. Yum! I'll put a recipe into your episode notes. It only requires a few ingredients, but it does require eight hours of patience. There's also a drink that's really special to Fiji. It's called kava, and traditionally, if you enter a Fijian village, you're expected to bring a gift of a kava root. Everyone then sits in a circle and the root is pounded to a pulp, mixed with water and strained. The brew then goes into a coconut shell and everyone takes a turn drinking from it. The village chief goes first. He claps once, takes a gulp, then claps three times. 
Then he passes it on. Now, kava is a little bit like alcohol, so it's only for adults, and they shouldn't drink too much. But it is an important 3,000-year-old tradition. So if you're invited to drink from the kava bowl, you have been made welcome in Fiji. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What is the name of the imaginary line that allows us to stand in today and tomorrow? That's right, it's the international date line. Question number two. When the Fijianas played their first rugby match in 1999, what did some men say they should go home and do? Yeah, wash dishes. My least favourite thing. And question number three, what is the Fijian greeting that means life? Bula! Everyone should practice it. Go on, one, two, three, bula! That's all we have time for today. Thanks for staying curious about the world and joining me on this incredible trip to Fiji. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. These episodes are edited and engineered by Carter Quinn.